Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! Grinder, George Kurtz for another three hours. This guy's, uh, yeah. Robert Kraft's making it rain in the in the steam bath, and uh, Kurtz, he's on fire. Six hours of radio. I'm still coming off uh, my bender from last night. I told uh, Sean I need Gabe to leave, leave town immediately because I can't continue to live <laughs> at, at this pace. It's, I don't even remember how I got home last night. I'm still wearing my Islander jersey. How you doing, George? Uh, well, first of all, you, you guys really need to stop with the mental images of Kraft, okay? Now he's in a yeah, steam bath here. This is all that's going through my hey, head baby, now. I mean, come on. Get over here. Come sit on Daddy's knee. That's what I'm thinking when I see Robert Kraft. <laughs> just killing right. me. And, Absolutely and now you, killing me. And you killed me with my image. Now I see Jerry Jones with him at the steam bath. That's yeah, Gabe's fault. Yeah, that is Gabe's fault, man. Yeah, That's not is. my fault. He started that uh, with <laughs> Jerry Jones and Goodell and Kraft and a foursome for all we know. Oh, man. Just, uh, just awful <laughs> what's going on there. And uh, it's a lot of action. <laughs> Oh great! Now we got the Buffalo Sabers uh, <laughs> teeing off as well. Oh, that, that's me. just awesome. I mean, it's a uh, boy. It's been an interesting weekend, man. It's just been an interesting weekend. Uh, so I'm doing well. Listen, I don't I'm, even know where to well. start. Where to no start complaints. with you, George? No, no. You're, you're God. I honestly, I would trade. Uh, my like my life for your life for these three hours like to, to to be there. I don't know what happened last night. I was like literally just drinking draft beer at a bar. We were having some chicken wings, watching the games, and all of a sudden, you know what happens, George? I, I gotta I gotta be honest with you. I don't remember much of anything, but I will say this: uh, the guys have been tweeting me telling me that I smashed the Leafs uh, plus three twenty when they were down two goals to the Montreal Canadiens. So waking up to that news was nice. We got crazy crazy moves in the league right now. I hear you and Galena are you're talking base. Baseball, it's, it's a good time of the year, man. Hockey's heating up. Baseball's right around the corner. And I got to tell you something there, George. These Columbus Blue Jackets, these guys went from uh, sellers to immense buyers. I didn't see this one coming, but uh, these guys are ready to say, hey, Tampa, we're, we're locked and loaded. We're, we're ready to go. Unbelievable stuff with the single. He, and giving up just Anthony Duclair, that's nothing. Like, I, I Ottawa, I, I, anyway, Ottawa's, a, they're a lost cause. But you got to like what the Blue Jackets are doing. Small market team not screwing around. Well, they gave up two seconds as well. So they didn't give up just yeah. Duclair. But uh, they're Still. going for broke. I mean, they are going for broke. I mean, Ken, you realize, I'm sure I know you realize, but for those who are out there who don't realize, they've now traded at least one first-round pick, possibly two if they re-signed Duchesne, uh, two prospects, granted not top, top prospects, but two prospects, Anthony Duclair, and two seconds now. My God. 
I mean, and remember, Panarin's gone after this year. Bobrovsky's gone after this year. Duchesne's probably gone after this year. If you don't do some damage this year in the playoffs, man, you're not going to be so good for the next couple of years because everyone's you're not going to have anything left. You're just not going to have anything it's left. True. So uh, they're going for broke, and this, I applaud them. I applaud them. Hey, good for you. I hope. I, I truly hope it works out. You were one post away, inches away from probably eliminating the Capitals last year. So you were that close, and now you've added. You you keep adding. You add to Shane. You add to Zingle. Good solid players here. Because I you know I, someone pointed this out to me. And I do kind of laugh here because they got a point. I was trading all these people. Why do they suck? You know, DeShane, <laughs> trade the Zingle. They're gonna Stone. Stone should go more than any of these guys. But why? Why do the Senators suck this year? Well, I guess the only thing you can say is, well, yeah, you traded a top line, but everybody else on the team sucks. You know, you traded three of your 12, 17 starters. Well, the other 17 is terrible. Can't win with just one, three players there. But I, it did make me think. I'm like, oh, he's got a point. Uh, but Stone should go for even more than this. Think of what these Senators are gonna take in. You already got at least one number one, two number twos, two prospects, Duclair. Stone, theoretically, we believe, should bring in more than any of the, the other two trades. So they should at least get another number one, if not two number ones, another another number two, and probably some more prospects. I mean, good for the Senators. Maybe they, this rebuild, along with the yeah. players they got for Eric Carlson. Remember, they That's, got the Eric Carlson stuff, too. Maybe this helps this rebuild quicker than we think. No, that's a good point, George. And you look at it now, and, like, you know, obviously the skeptics are going to go, yeah, you guys have nothing. Like, you have nothing in the cupboard. But I will say this. All those picks eventually are going to work out. And this team was still competitive this year with the guys that they have, with the retreads that they had. So Ottawa obviously has a plan. I'm just shocked, though. Like, I'm absolutely shocked that Columbus, you know, doing this and, and going for it. But you see, you bring it up. Like, it, it's a great it's a great move. You basically have stars. They're gone. They're, they're history. You guys got to do it. It's now or never. And I, I really like that because no one, no teams usually, this situation has happened with a lot of teams that I've cheered for before and they did nothing about it. They actually got worse. They didn't care. And then, you know what? The worst part about sports is mediocrity. When you're eight and eight, seven and nine, you get the middle draft pick. You don't do anything about it. At least Columbus stepped up and said, hey, man, you know what? We might not. Tampa's still a damn good team, but we're not going. Basically, they're in a fight. Somebody landed a punch. They're going down swinging, and I, and I applaud that. I applaud a team that takes a chance. And in a market like that, what Columbus, what are these guys known for? Buckeye, yeah, it, that's Ohio State land. That's Buckeye land, you know, college football, college basketball. Columbus, now at least they're trying to do something with the damn hockey team. I, I think it's commendable. I think what I love, Cam, is that they didn't go. They didn't put a toe in the water here. Oh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll trade for DeShane, see what happens. No, no, they're diving in. You know, we're going everything. Hey, listen, what do you want? We got third round pick. Anybody want our third round pick? Anybody, anybody, come. What do you got for me? You know, I wonder, I wonder if they'll make another deal here. Now, listen, I will be so pissed off if over the next uh, 28 hours that they trade Panarin now. You know, and they, they, they sort of change their mind all of a sudden. They trade Panarin now to get picks back. I hope they don't do that. But I, I don't think they are. But that would be disappointing. But uh, at this point, if they, somebody wants a third round pick and give me something else that I think can help my team, I'm doing it. You're already gone for broke. Right? You're, you're all late. All the chips are in the middle of the table here. Let's go. A third round, you already traded your first two seconds. So who cares about your third? You know, you might as well just go for broke here. Now, listen, I like what they've done. And the fans have to be excited there. Now, you were the, the problem. <laughs> I still got Tampa Bay. So let me ask you this question. With everything you've seen them do so far, what makes this a, su- a success? Do they have to go to the Stanley Cup? Do they have to just go to the conference finals? That's what you know, I'm thinking. Are you okay? 
I'm, I, that's, I'm that's okay. exactly what I think. I'm well. okay. I think re- I think we have to be real, and we got to remember, man. It's hard to do these things. And you've cheered for the Islanders. I'm a Leaf fan. Hell, I'm wearing my Islander jersey that I wore last night. I had some good luck last night. I don't want to take this thing off. But uh, our teams have uh, we've fallen short before, and, and it and it really sucks. I'll tell you though, it's hard. Tampa Bay is damn deep. They're very very talented. Vasilevsky too, with all the lines that they roll out. I think if Columbus went to the conference final and found a way to get uh, to go deeper than Pittsburgh and Washington. I would consider that a success. I think they can do that. Bobrovsky is going to have to, you know, be a little more um, uh, steady. He's very inconsistent. That's the problem. That I that Columbus is one of those teams, but then again, a lot of teams in the, in the NHL are like that. Very inconsistent. Like we saw, I like Buffalo yesterday, right, George? Washington, they didn't show up for that game. They were sleepwalking. They went to the Hall of Fame, probably went out for dinner, pounded out some wines and steak like me and Morency do, with, uh, but they have better budgets. And you know what I mean? They didn't even care about that Buffalo game. They basically slept walk through that game. Okay, we'll worry about our next game on the trip. And I see that a lot. But I'm thinking conference finals for the Jackets, I would consider it a success. I think you're 100% correct. I think anything less than that, this didn't work out. Yes. But if you go correct. to the conference finals, I think then, it, once again, it is a successful. Uh, the, the trade's worked out. Anything, anything else is gravy. You, you, you beat Tampa Bay. I think you and I both assume Tampa Bay will be there. Hey, Fantastic, you know. Then if you obviously if you win the cup, no, you know that's the uh, that's, you know, that's the holy grail. It's what everybody wants to do here, and it won't be easy for the Blue Jackets, mind you. But you know, and I uh, I bring up the Islanders here because the, everything I'm hearing now is that Islanders may not be major players at the trade deadline, and I oh. wonder if this is Lou Lamorello going. You know what? No matter who I add, I'm not beating Tampa Bay. All right, I can add Mark Stone. Yeah. I'm not beating Tampa Bay. You know, that sort of thing where he's not, he doesn't want to give up his number ones, his tight prospects. And what I mean. Yeah. You know Lou Lamorello too, I mean, George. Like, he used to be the Leafs guy too. Like, he's one of those guys, he doesn't, he's kind of an old school guy. He doesn't really make splashes. Like, Lou Lamorello is usually the guy. I'll add a little defenseman here, I'll add a depth guy. You know what I mean? A power forward, you know, t- third line type of guy. Like, I, I don't see it. But I'm telling you, I watched that Islanders game last night again. Again, you beat it's Vancouver. You win four to nothing. You play a great road game defensively. Leonard played well. Like everything about this team, man. Like it's kind of just. Dis- I get it. They're overachieving, but I think the fan base. Well, this isn't 1980 anymore, brother. Like you know what I mean. Like you got a you got a good team going. You lose Tavares, and you're still a hundred times better than what you thought you were going to be. I would love the, the Islanders and give it to their fan base and say, let's try one thing. They got Barzell. They got other parts. Their team's very uh, underrated, in my opinion. All the guys are no-name guys who are better than they like better real-life players than fantasy players. Their team is stacked with guys like that. You get one other guy, like you know what? Who's to say they can't beat Columbus with the moves that they made? I think the Islanders are at today are still very close to beating Columbus. If not, wouldn't you say they're almost on par with them or better than them? Look how good they've been this year. No, I, I wouldn't. I think uh, the moves that Columbus have made, I think, have put the, uh, them ahead of the Islanders. Yeah. The Islanders are problems also. Uh, and you, you sort of hinted at it there. I mean, they've been doing it with mirrors, uh, playing above their heads. They have been. This West Coast... You don't you don't like looking at a uh, one little road trip here. Not a, you know once again it's a long season, small sample size. But I do wonder if the Islanders' warts are starting to show here. They were outplayed badly in all three games. Even last night was Vancouver. They won yeah. four nothing. Vancouver yeah. dominated that game the first two periods. But Leonard played fantastic, and Vancouver couldn't score. I do wonder if the Islanders' lack of goal scoring is starting to show. You know, the game's getting that's more true. important now. Teams are going to play a little bit better. So that's why I think the Islanders are in trouble. Uh, as far as, go, you know, 
Listen, they're in first place in the division. They have, what, a four-point lead over uh, Washington with a game in hand. So they're in good shape. They have a six-point lead over Columbus. No games in hand there, which is, yeah, they have a three-game lead. You know, so uh, I do wonder for the Islanders. I, I, this really is a Columbus conversation. I, I, I think Columbus has a chance to still win this division. And I think that would be big for them. Because I think Columbus, I mean, you, you want to avoid playing Washington first round. Right. I mean, because, uh, yeah, you could probably, you might be able to beat them, but that's a tough first, first round. And if you want to go on here, you'd like to finish first in that division and end up probably playing Montreal first round. Wouldn't that be better? You know, it would be. Or Buffalo or Philly. We were talking about that, though. Like, we want, because obviously being here, you know, the Montreal-Toronto game was on every damn TV. Like, you know, we had one TV with the Syracuse-Duke game, so wanted to watch a lot of things. But we were at the bar watching the game, and uh, I got to tell you, Montreal, Montreal, like, the Leafs came back and won that game, but they're gritty as hell. Like, they work hard. It's... I don't think any team's an easy out, George. That's basically kind of what I'm saying. Like, before, you could go, yeah, it's going to be a joke. These these guys will get swept four and five. Like, I'm looking at it, and you know, and you know as well as me, Carey Price can win any type of game in any type of series if he's on a heater and uh, stops everything. It doesn't even matter about the rest of your team. That's the difference, the goaltending. And for a while, he was standing on his head, and then, you know, his team kind of broke down in front of him. But... No, it's not easy for anybody. I like I, I can't make predictions right now and think, wow, you know, this team's going to blow out these guys or whatever. Like I'm looking at it, going, that's very, very interesting. If you get my drift, like it's 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 a real battle right now. Well, isn't the worst case scenario for any team that wins a division, Tampa Bay or the Islanders or whoever you know, Columbus who catches them, Washington catches them? I mean, you finish second. You might have to end up playing Pittsburgh first round. I know that's because they're playing. They're playing point. so such like such crap right now. They're not even, they're not even in a playoff spot right now. They're well, in ninth and place. you know what? Uh, but, and and we have to talk about that that line stuff. And that's what we talk about in betting. And guys, you listen to bet like that's why I look at lines and go, oh yeah, you know, when it's too good to be true, it's too good to be true. Me and my buddy, uh, we were out last night. Pittsburgh's winning that game three to one. Philadelphia ties it late and they win in overtime. It was almost like uh, a, a perfect script to screw everybody out of their part. And you said it, George. That's something wrong. Why is Pittsburgh minus 135 against Philadelphia with Brian Elliott in it? Why is, you know, that that that, that number so weird? Yeah, it's weird for a reason, man. It, it sucks you in and you get screwed. No, they had a two-goal lead late. I mean, they blew it. I know. They, I know. they won that game. You know, <laughs> they didn't. Thankfully, <laughs> when I heard, I, I mentioned it all during our show yesterday. Uh, that game, something smelled about that game. Then when I, uh, I, wanted, yes. I wanted to bet that game heavy, but I heard the weather. And I stayed away. I heard it was going to rain during the game. I was afraid. You know, they actually had a rule in place here. This is how deep I went to this. Where if they played two periods and they rained, they would have called the game. It was going to be an official game. Yep. Like baseball at the five innings. Once I heard that, that I'm like, oh, I'm not touching this. I'm not touching this crap. Well, we would have won. You know, I don't know we would have won with Pittsburgh. I wish, I wish a day yeah, rain came you're, in. You're right. <laughs> but uh, I, ended up, I ended up staying away from the game. I did bet the Islanders. I felt good about it. I thought, uh, it's funny. I bet the Islanders because I thought, once again, they'd wake up the trots would have a, you know, go have a conniption and then they uh, you wake the team up. And actually, they they won the game and it worked out for me, but it didn't didn't happen the way I thought it would happen. It was just just Leonard playing uh, on his head and you know, stopping uh, Vancouver. So uh, yeah, it ended up being a, it was a five hundred day for and me. Good, you know, I was, good so call. It and good call. Being good, a meaningless day. Good call by you too. With the, uh, I think you said uh, that I think you were saying the Edmonton Anaheim game would be less uh, scoring. You thought it was going to be more of a defensive battle. No, it was David, a, yeah. 
two with McDavid. Good call by you, George. Two to one. But all my crazy dogs came in last night. Buffalo. I told. What about how's that Colorado pick there, George? That's that's heater stuff. Plus one seventy five. Five nothing shutout win. God, I wish life was like that all the time. That and uh, we took uh, who else was a bi- uh, big dog that uh, came in too. Somebody else uh, crushed. Like it was. It was a pretty good day. I can't complain. Columbus. Oh yeah, it was Columbus. They were on fire too. They were a dog against San Jose and won. So the dogs were barking last night uh, in the league, and hopefully they'll do the same. We'll go through the we'll go through the board today. We didn't even talk about uh, the other deals that went down. We could talk about Zuccarello there, George. Uh, what about uh, Le'Veon Bell with a little bit of a hint, hint, Philly, Philly type stuff too? We so that's that's a little bit interesting. We haven't heard anything on the Antonio Brown front in a while, but uh, we'll go through the numbers. We'll go through the betting card today, and uh, me and George hopefully will uh, make you some money and uh, get some DFS lineups. And uh, yeah, what can we do? It's Sunday, George. I told you we go into the work week. I wouldn't mind a little bit more money in my pocket. The guys told me I live bet the Leafs last night. I don't remember doing it, but I just clicked my account, and there's more money in that. That's a nice feeling. <laughs> That's <laughs> a great a feeling. feeling. Doesn't even remember yeah. winning money. Don't Hell, remember. Check oh, Look remember. at that. <laughs> Hey, sometimes, hey, it's all good, buddy. I'm here with George Kurtz. This is the Weekend Fantasy Update. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe, you got to go back to New York. I can't handle it anymore. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Sean, welcome back to Weekend Fantasy Update. I'm the Rage Right at Camp along with Long Kevin Rick and George Kurtz. Busy, busy day in the National Hockey League day, and uh, wow, lots of trades going down. We got a nice betting board uh, today, two for a Sunday. We'll go over some lines from all the sports and talk about the big deals of the day. George, got to hand it to you. Uh, I was listening to a little bit of uh, you and Galena at the fish store there. You guys are uh, getting ready for this uh, baseball uh, draft uh, heating up. It's It's getting serious. It is. Hey, hey, it's February 24th, man. Just think it. Next week when you and I do the show, we'll be in March. You know, February ends quick. Thank God. I hate them. Yeah. Uh, I do too. February I got, I got, February sucks. Really, it's just uh, it's the worst month of the year. It's cold. It's, you know, football has just ended, so that's depressing. It's really too early to really get into baseball. All the guys get screwed with Valentine's Day. It's just it yep. sucks. Can't stand February. Yeah, it's uh, a money burn. Apologies and, to my and we don't get anything my, out my of niece it. Niece yeah. is born yeah. in February. It sucks. <laughs> sucks. Okay, nothing good has ever come out of February for me. It's not like I got laid on Valentine's Day and I was thrilled about it for years. Uh, no. No! Well, I only remember the bad things when you're not dating anybody on Valentine's Day. It's like, oh, yeah. everybody else is in love. Yeah, screw you, people. Yeah. All right, I'm, no. I'm alone. I'm alone no. in my room, betting bet, betting on uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Like, yeah, no, I, I get it. I get it. And that's the thing about getting laid too. For when, when you have a girlfriend, it kind of, it kind of for me, it happens in sports. You never know when it's happening. You know what I mean? It could be like just a regular <laughs> night. It, it kind of happens out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like we don't really plan it or anything like that. It's just kind of yeah. Well, you know, this hockey game blows, and let's go upstairs. And you know what I mean? It kind of, it's kind of nice. Like you, you, I don't have to plan it around a night, George. It's very, very, uh, it's very. Uh, how do I say? It's uh, 
there's gaps in between it. You never really know. It's a, it's always a mystery. You know what I, you know where I'm, you, you, are you reading my mail? Like, that's what I'm saying. It's just, I never know. Like, I'm not going to say, Hey, on Tuesday at eight 42 Eastern, I'm, I'm having sex. Like I, it never works out that does way. Does anybody do that? I mean, come on. Is that, does anybody uh, play I don't know. I got, I, some, go I got some buddies with their wives. My schedule, stuff, honey. Like, date night and all that other stuff. You know what I mean? When they're busy, oh, these guys make a lot of money too. So, you know, they're always busy just making money and, I guess they have to plan their uh, sexual escapades. Me, it's kind of like, uh, might as well spin the wheel. It's kind of like Wheel of Fortune. Sometimes I get bankrupt, yeah, uh, uh. And other times I get laid. You know, it's the way it works. I'm, I'm with you there, man. We don't schedule anything. Come on. <laughs> All right. Honey, at about 11.16 today, I got some free time for about 20 minutes. What do you think? Oh, it's 19 more minutes than we'll need. Outstanding. You know, uh, it's just, no. Uh, I, I don't think, I'm not scheduling it either. It, it, it does. It happens. It happens. It doesn't. I get more sleep. Uh, I'm not going to complain. <laughs> Either way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, folks. Married life doesn't guarantee you anything, boys and girls, let me tell you. Uh, now I'm going to get some all that much better. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, we got tailgate, ejaculate here, and now we got, I don't know. Yeah, you did uh, well there. I, I, I heard the promo. It was fantastic, George. Yeah, tail. I, I loved tailgate. I'm like, wow, that, that Kurtz, he's pretty quick. Like, you, you thought of a, a couple I good stole ones both really quick. Oh, you stole them? I oh, stole I was going to give you credit for it. I stole them. They were uh, nice. They, they were both, uh, I, uh, I definitely stole Ejaculate. Tailgate, I might, I, I might have been mine. But I, I like tail. I think I saw that. Tail. Tailgate. Thanks, Prince. Sean, once again, having some fun. <laughs> I, lo I love uh, Sean. And, uh, the new one I saw was, uh, I said this during the, uh, the first show, the new one I saw that, uh, it's, isn't it kind of ironic how uh, you know, NFL owners don't want the uh, players to kneel during the national anthem, but prostitution's kneeling is quite all right. That's right. Get on your knees, Kraft. Yeah, no, that's a good point, man. Excellent, excellent point. What do you think, uh, before we get into the other sports there, Zuccarello to the Stars, they, they uh, basically got smoked yesterday by Carolina. That game ruined uh, one of my parlays. I actually had a really good night last night. A lot of dogs came in. and But I like Dallas when we talked about the show. That team really pisses. i got to be honest, George. There's every team in every league. Like, there's a certain football team in the NFL, a certain baseball team. Like, the Indians screw me a lot of times. There's always that one damn team. Like, I hate the, like the Dallas Stars. Screw you. I hate that team. They piss me off. And I'm probably going to bet them today, too. <laughs> Assholes. Uh, I don't understand this deal for both sides. You know, one, I think the Rangers sold light. If the Zingle went for two number twos and Anthony Duclair, how do you only get a two and a three for Zuccarello? How does that I know. Make, I understand there's conditions involved. All right, there are, there are conditions involved. Uh, one no, of the two is a good player. One. He deserves more. Right. Yeah, I'm with you. That's low. That's low end. But did the, did the Rangers take less because of the conditions applied? That's the only thing I can think of here because one of the twos turns to a one if the Stars win two rounds. Now, they're not so has anybody seen rounds? the Stars winning two rounds of the playoffs? Right, that's a no, right? That's definitely a no. And the uh, I think the three then turns to a one if Zuccarello re-signs with the team, which I don't know if that happens either. You know, I don't know if Zuccarello wants to stay in Dallas. It's always a guessing game. Are they, are, and will Dallas want to re-sign him knowing they lose the number one then? Yeah, I don't think that makes any sense here. And if you're Stars, I mean, once again, you know, I always have to come to Jesus moment with my team here if I'm a GM. Are you good enough to go anywhere? And you and I already don't already have said no. They're not going to win two rounds. You're not going to beat, uh, you know, what's it, what, San Jose right now is where you're playing round one? You're going to be a wild card team. So you're either going to play San Jose or uh, Calgary. You're not beating either team. No. They're so, done. you know, you're, you're going to lose. I, gonna lose I think Dallas should worry about making the damn playoffs. They suck. Like, I, I got to be honest with you. 
when you look when you look from from gambling and you know george we 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 don't play just dfs we gamble on this stuff i look at dallas they are probably i'm going to go through all their numbers but off the top of my head they are one of the worst favorites in hockey they can't be bet when they're minus like 115 and more they never show up they never win their home ice advantage is nil nobody gives a shit about that team there they're playing you know they go they go to the the rink to listen to pantera like you know what i mean it's like more of a metal show than a hockey show their or, their owner already called out the top players on the team calling them dogs you know you guys don't show up like uh, like the rest of the guys in the league like i think there's a lot of problems with that organization they're really weird they'll win once in a while and they'll they'll compete against good teams like beat the blues but they also they'll also crap the bed against all these other teams i just don't think they're very good i don't think they're very deep and i i, I think their defense is deplorable to be honest with you like they have a couple guys who are good offensive defensemen but when you really need to play a lockdown you know drag them out fight fighting style you know you know playoff hockey george it's tough and dallas doesn't they, they don't they don't tick any of the boxes there i find them to be a soft team oh i agree I, you get no argument for me i think they're a first round knockout First round knockout. I don't think this team's going anywhere. Yes, I think they'll make the playoffs only because the bottom of the Western Conference is terrible. I mean, you think about it. Calgary, San Jose, Winnipeg, Nashville, St. Louis, Vegas. They're all guaranteed spots, right? They're getting in the playoffs. All right, Dallas and Colorado right now are your wild card teams. Who's knocking them out? Minnesota, who seems to have given up now for the past couple of weeks. Arizona? Uh, Chicago? Okay, granted, they're fun to watch. Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taze, Alex DeBrincat. But does anybody really see them as a playoff team? Vancouver? Edmonton? Edmonton? Really, who's knocking the Colorado's in the same boat, by the way. They're terrible, too. But yeah. who's knocking these two teams out? So that's why Dallas will make the playoffs. I don't I don't really have much doubt they will. But I, I agree with everything you said here. They're not a very good team. And they're, they're pretty, to me, they're first-round playoff fodder. It's a warm-up act for the uh, team that plays them to get ready for the second round where really, things will really get interesting in the NHL playoffs. That's why that, this trade just made zero sense to me. Yeah, no, I, I gotta, I gotta, well, I, I've, but I have to give Dallas a little bit of credit, at least not giving up the farm for Zuc- Zuccarello is a damn good player. Like I thought they should, I thought they should have given up more. That's just my opinion there. And I'm kind of questioning the Rangers. Like what the hell are you guys doing? Like you're going to, Zuccarello is a bona fide, good, solid hockey player. You know, he's a guy who can do a lot of good things. He's got good hands. Like I just, I think, I think to your point, George, they should have got way more for him in, in, in the market. If you look at all the other deals, like they got, it almost feels like they got fleeced by Dallas. I just don't understand how, listen, I'm not knocking the single here. So I don't want to hear the single fans going, what the hell? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All right. But Zuccarello is a better player. He's a so. better player. How does I agree? How I does Zingle go for right? But how does Zingle go for two number twos and declare? And all you can get for Zuccarello? And once again, you're 48 hours before a deadline. Why do you feel the need, the need to make this deal now? Why did you wait? There had to be a better deal on the table here. The only thing I can think of to I guess defend the Rangers here is that they really wanted those uh, ifs, you know, the conditions, that maybe they can get a number one here, in which they couldn't get for Zuccarello straight up, you know. But as as we just gone over. I mean, they're not winning two rounds, and I don't think they're re-signing Zuccarello. So you're not going to get one of those. Those number ones are unlikely. You know, I, hey, if it was win one round, okay. I, I'd be okay with that. All right, fine. One round, maybe. But two rounds, they're not going to win two rounds. They're just not. So I don't understand this deal. I don't. I think the Rangers should have waited. This is the best they could have done. I think, I think they should have waited. If the, this is the best deal you can make at 3 p.m. tomorrow, okay. Hey, it's the best deal you got. You make the deal. This is another, I, when I look at this, I keep saying, why did you feel the need to make this deal 48 hours earlier? Especially when Dezingle goes for more, a lot more. So I, I don't understand it. 
No, I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand it either. I think it's like whatever. And hey, we're gonna have more of these things uh, heading up to the trade deadline too, George. We're gonna be baffled by a few things that are that are gonna happen there. So, uh, yeah, you want to go through? Uh, I guess we can go through uh, the game lines earlier today. There's a game going off at twelve thirty-five, George. I'm putting this in every single parlay today. Um, the first game that goes off at twelve thirty-five, uh, Washington after a loss to, to Buffalo at home. It's minus 240 against the Rangers, total six and a half. Washington is going to murder the Rangers today. Like, if the Rangers beat Washington today, I, I might have to take a break from gambling for a while. Like, I go, I'll go back up. To, I'll go up to. I'll go back to sleep because I'll tell you, I, I at two forty, I think it'll be in a round robin parlay. It'll be featured on uh, definitely. Like, you have to put watch. I wouldn't be surprised. I think I'm going to go do a double bet uh, parlays with two forty in Washington minus one and a half plus one thirty. I think they beat the Rangers today, like five to five to one, five to two. You got to think that uh, you know the coach went off on Washington yesterday. You mentioned they slept walk through that game against Buffalo. They're back at home today. No Zuccarello for the Rangers. I imagine no Kevin Hayes for the Rangers. You know he hasn't been traded yet, but I imagine they're not playing him. They didn't play him yesterday. I can't see why they play him today. I imagine no McQuaid today for the Rangers. So I don't think he plays. Lundqvist should be in net. Matter of fact, I will check that of course to make yep. sure he's our uh, starting goaltender here. But I agree with you. I like Washington. It's a mess. It's minus two forty. That's <laughs> that's a lot. That's probably, it might be the biggest I've seen this year. You know, but uh, that being so, actually, it's not the biggest of today though. Go figure. We're gonna get to a game later on. It's actually bigger now that I look at the slate. Wow. Yep. Uh, and I, I, I know why. Once again, same. That screams. That screams parlay. That screams. We'll get to that game, but that screams parlay to me. You just take both of those teams and try to eventually. If I have to lay low juice or whatever, I, I think that's a good move. I actually like today's card a lot, George. I think I'm. I, I hope it's Sunday. I don't do anything too stupid, but I'm feeling pretty good after last night. I just, you, you see, that's the problem. Like you know, not, people. This is why I love George Kurtz. George Kurtz is a smart man who's balanced in his life you know you know measuring hey your wife the nurse you go home you go to the den hey kids what's up hey dad he's there you go to your games room me i wake up don't know how i got home and go you know what tonight's the night i'm gonna make money like that's just like, you know what i mean it's just that's not what you're supposed to do but i'm looking at the card today and i'm like i really like a lot of stuff on it like i'm just kind of i almost want to bet every single game george like uh Talk me out of it, or uh, maybe you got to prescribe something for me. I, do I need help? Oh, no, you but, know, uh, it's a better, I think it's a beautiful betting card. every single game. You, you, I don't think you can win betting every single game. I, I, uh, I like the hunt. You can, you, you can, but uh, it's not likely. <laughs> you can get it. You can. Ha ha ha. Yeah, yeah you bet. Yeah, we're gonna do a show. You bet. You bet. I can. Where I likely don't jump off a bridge into like uh, you know like a snowbank <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, my buddy was actually we were we were working on it, but uh, my girlfriend didn't like that the concept of me almost uh, like getting beat up and killed kind of like a jackass thing you bet i can good idea i can't imagine i can't imagine why like that <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> yeah it's just, uh, go figure yeah, but i'm, I'm my wife down there. for it <laughs> <laughs> yeah my girlfriend's there she's, she's she's an interesting gal i, I like uh washington at uh, 240s a lot but uh i think it's reasonable if we put in some parlays george i can't see the rangers going in there and beating them no, I, I I always wonder. You know, once again, I, I look at human nature as part of this. You know, they just traded yeah. Zuccarello, who was a very well liked player there. You know, Hayes and McQuaid are gone. You got to be down a little bit. Yes, you showed up yesterday against the Devils, but that's a bad team. 
Uh, Devils are also trading away players, and they're not going anywhere. Uh, so I, I do wonder. Uh, by the way, I lost the over/under on that game. Thank you a lot, Rangers. Freaking hate. Oh that yeah, game. but yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was three nothing after the but, first period. You're like, come on. Yeah, right. At, at least I, I knew, I, knew I was going to lose early. <laughs> yeah, that's said. good. I don't mind. I, I, by, the, by the time our show was over, I'm like, all right, I'm not going to win that one. I, I just went on. I didn't, I didn't even look. The, I didn't know what the final score of that game until later that night because I didn't look again. I just, I just assumed was it was some five two, something stupid. Five two, yeah, like yeah, five two. Screw the it, it happens. <laughs> Screw the Rangers. Right? You're, you're an Islander fan, George, right? Right? That's what Dennis Potvin used to be, only- say to me when we did the morning show on XM. I'm like, they Potvin sucks. He's no, no, Potvin's cups, man. Like he, it's funny. We had, we did a show on like when I was doing the hockey show on uh, XM Sirius uh, Channel. What was it Home Ice? Our two our two analysts were Mike Bossy and Dennis Potvin. <laughs> I don't think Ranger fans are like, what the hell are you doing? You got two Islanders uh, as your guys? I go well, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. They, they, we give them a check, and they work for that amount of money. They they, they, they show up for work, you know? <laughs> that is funny how that, that works. Guy's got, yeah, that guy's got meat hooks. Like, you, just, you ever meet those old hockey guys, like their hands where they give you a handshake, and they're, like, crushing your bones? Like, that guy's, yes. that guy's mitts. Like, like, all those old guys. Like, you got to see these guys. Like, they're, they're like, I just, I remember shaking his hand. I'm like, oh, my God. God, this guy could like crush diamonds <laughs> with those mitts. They're so big and strong. Hey, well, hey, Cam. <laughs> well, hey, thanks, Dennis. It's cool. Uh, I think he's still uh, working with the Panthers. He does. Uh, he does color for I the Florida so, yeah. Panthers. I know he went down there. So yeah, he's doing well. I, hey, George, I told you I hate these guys, but I'm coming back to them. I think Dallas beat Chicago today. Uh, they're plus uh, 105. Uh, Chicago minus 115. Uh, puck line. Uh, Dallas is plus one and a half minus two. 90 no thanks that's insane uh, blackhawks minus one and a half plus 235 if you like chicago that's intriguing total six and a half this is the type of game dallas wins after after laying an egg i'm on it and then if they're if they lose this game george don't let me bet on any more dallas games i think i'm more leaning towards the over here six and a half I, it's a little i would have rather had six obviously but uh i think i like the over here more than the game itself here blackhawks are scoring goals uh, that, and what's Patrick Kane has what now a 19 game point scoring streak? Is it up to 20? It's even 19. He's on fire. Yeah, that's 19. Right? He, yeah, that guy's amazing. I think it's 19. That whole line is great with Taze and Debrinkat. Uh, I think Dallas scores as well. They might win the game here, but I think that goes over. You know, Dallas today and Zuccarello. I wonder how that fits in right away, which is why I don't like the game as much. You know, they. I imagine they're going to try and go with two solid lines now: Seguin, Ben, Radulov, Zuccarello, and separate it somehow, where it's two and two. So I do wonder if that takes a little bit to work out here. That's just why I'm staying away from the game. That being said, it's Cam Ward and Nef- well, he's projected to be a net. There are, as far as goaltenders, by the way, there are no goalies that are confirmed yet in the early games, which is really I mean, the Ranger game starting in 50 minutes here. Can we get a confirmed? That's what I was saying. That game, it's a 12:35 start. It's 11:38 right now. Like, let's get it going. Let's get confirmed, people. Like, that's nope. that's no yeah, no 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 confirmed here. Matter of fact, on the entire slate, Devin uh, Dubnik is going to start for the Wild uh, tonight, and Craig Anderson will start for the Senators tonight. That's it. Everything else, we are still playing a guessing game as far as who's starting. I mean, Kim, we're at that time of year where coaches are trying to keep everything in their pockets and not give away anything. You know, even we listen, we all know that Lundqvist is probably starting today. Gorgiev started yesterday. I don't think he's starting back-to-back games. Hope he started yesterday. We assume it's Copley today. You know, so well, that's why we're the, it's uh, the project. Uh, and, and you bring here. up a good point. You bring up a good point there. Like I'm looking at minus two forty, two forty. If Phoenix Copley's in that, I'm I'm a little bit concerned laying that. That's why it has to be parlayed. Like you can't you can't be like like that guy. Uh, Phoenix Copley's a little bit of a circus act. 
That's a lot of. He was good early in the year. Tender. Nah, he sucks. I, I, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, he was, you're right, though, George. Monkeys. You're right. Earlier on in the year, he was good, but now he's horrible. Like not just bad. I agree. Like epic levels of bad. Right. <laughs> Another what guy nice. off the Christmas card list. Can't nice saving money on stamps all over the place. <laughs> I sure am. Uh, George knows uh, I'm a tough goaltending critic. We'll go through the rest of the board right now. I'm Cam Stewart along with Long Island Rage. George Kurtz going through the betting board on the weekend fantasy update. Stay tuned, everybody. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Sean, thank you very much, buddy. Cam Stewart, George Kurtz, Weekend Fantasy Update. Shredding. Yes, we're going through the board right now. As uh, George has told you, a lot of uh, mysterious uh, goaltenders. We don't know who's in net right now for a lot of these games, but George, uh, he's on top of it, ladies and gentlemen. He'll he'll make sure you get the right uh, information before you lay it down, DFS style or betting on, on these games today. We talked about the Rangers and Capitals. Lean to the Capitals at home. Lots of juice, minus 240. Dallas and Chicago at 3 o'clock there. Uh, Chicago laying 15 cents. I'm on the stars, and I think George might be onto something with the over. Not a lot of uh, defense in that game. Next game, George. Uh, I'm, I'm stepping up. Uh, I thought it was a bad spot, kind of like very similar to Washington and Buffalo yesterday for San Jose. Now they go into Detroit. Uh, I wish they weren't minus 190, but I think I think the Sharks uh, probably put the, the end of the skid pretty quickly. If they want to show up in this game, they should be able to uh, pummel Detroit. Uh, minus 190 for the Sharks, plus 160. Might take a look at uh, San Jose, minus 1.5, plus 140 on the puck line. Yeah, this is the game I like. Uh, I, I, same reason you just said it. Uh, probably a battle of the backup goaltenders tonight. Jimmy Howard had an illness, probably not starting, which puts Jonathan Bernier and his 3.3 goals against average and 8.98 save percentage in net. I'll take my chances there. I know people are going to point out that Aaron Dell has a 3.01 goals against average yeah, at 8.93. He's, not that bad. Yeah. he's okay. He's okay, Dell. It's, it's a better, bottom line, it's a better team. They got, I don't want to say embarrassed by Columbus yesterday, but certainly, hey, listen, you played Pittsburgh and Columbus on the road. You came to the East Coast back to back games. You split. That's fine. I think you'll take that. I think they take out their frustrations or their anger tonight on uh, uh, on Detroit. So I think they win this game as well. Oh, I shouldn't say tonight, this afternoon, 3 o'clock start. So I'm yeah. with you here. I'm, uh, I'll take San Jose in this game. Yeah, I think that's the uh, the dance partner. I told you I needed something to parlay with Washington. I think uh, San Jose is going to be that game. Turn it uh, minus 190 and 240 into something uh, respectable there. Late action, George. We got Calgary um, at Ottawa. Another crazy, crazy game. You were mentioning we gave you the tease, like the biggest favorite on the board. Well, I don't like laying 200. And I sure as hell don't like laying 300. Minus 295 for Calgary on the road at Ottawa. The, the Senators' cupboards are bare. Plus 230. Uh, Calgary minus one and a half, minus 120. Senators plus one and a half. 
even, total six flat. Calgary or nothing, it will be parlayed. I can't take this game at minus 295, George, even though, and Ottawa's at home too. That's the crazy thing. And Calgary's still laying uh, three to one. I mean, listen, it's nuts. It's absolutely it's nuts. Stupid, that being actually, said. Yeah. It's stupid. The Senators hasn't, it's, it's a minor league team right now. Mark Stone's not going to play today either. He hasn't been traded yet, but they won't play him today. I wonder if Cody Cece plays today. Same thing. I'm having, I wonder if anybody that the Senators are thinking about uh, trading plays today. Uh, so Calgary should go in there and, you know, and, and crush. Really should crush. It, should, it shouldn't even be a game here. That being said... Maybe they're overconfident and they don't play as well. You know, if, if I'm going to play devil's advocate here, uh, I'm going to have to bet on this game in some way. It, it probably will be a parlay. Just minus two ninety-five, minus that's that's nuts. That's psychotic. So, uh, but that being said, I can't see how Calgary doesn't win this game by more than two goals. You know, I, this could easily be a six nothing, seven nothing shutout. It wouldn't shock me in the least. What does Ottawa have left? If I'm the Senators. All right, if you feel you're one of the young guys playing for a job in the NHL, yeah, I can see you're playing with some buzz. Everyone else is like, oh, Christ, we're going to suck. I mean, we're going to win two games the rest of the season. They don't. We, nobody cares about this year. We're playing for next year and, you know, three, four years down the line here. So that's the way I'm going to be picking on the centers a lot in DFS and certainly uh, in betting as well. It's a, it's a tough lay. Minus 295 is, is like I said, that's crazy. It really but, that uh, is. That, that, goes, that goes against our gambling principles. Like, but it, it, but this is the thing. This is where I advocate where you do lock, uh, round robin parlays. Yeah. yeah, well, you do round robin parlays, right? So basically what I'm going to do with anything over, you know, two. 200 I put in round robin parlays to try to get try to get the juice down so you know basically I'm going to take every game that I like today and and do a mathematical combination like so if I'm taking Washington at 240 I like Dallas still that'll you know that that's the one that's going to pay because they're even money San Jose is minus 190 and Calgary we do some round robin so any combination of those games and two game parlays I don't have to lay that kind of juice George get it back to almost even and I I believe like every lock has a key but these games are about as close to a lock as uh, as we can make for a Sunday afternoon card, if you would, you would agree, like I, I I can't make any case for Ottawa. I love underdogs. No, uh, it's hard to make a case for Detroit. They are at home. San Jose, if they show up, will kill them. And Washington, uh, coming off a beat down to the Sabers at home to the Rangers, I think all teams will win. You could parlay all three to plus money, or do a bunch of uh, different types of things. I think that's the way I'm going to tread today. I said I got three games I like so far. You know, I, I like the Dallas, the over in the Dallas game, I like it a lot. I think the goal scores will be scored on both sides there. I can see this being a five four, six five game very easily. Uh, San Jose, same reason you just mentioned, and Calgary, same reason you just mentioned. So uh right now this is uh, turning uh looking like a day that I'm gonna uh, put more money than I expected. I didn't look at the card really all that much earlier. At least not That's what I do, George. Hard moist yeah, right bad influence on you. I'm telling you, you're like, come on, bet, 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 yeah. <laughs> you you thought it was going to be like a little uh, Walmart and Kohl's day with the wife, but uh, you're thinking about the big picture now. You're thinking about the big picture, going up to BJ's Superstar and loading up the cart, baby. <laughs> uh, you, know, that, you laugh. That actually might be on the agenda for later. I don't know what the wife has in store for yeah. me for later. She's actually uh, leaving to pick up my daughters uh, who are at different events right now. They're both, at, they're both at different sleepovers, and my youngest has a soccer game at one, which, oh, shame, I won't be able to make. Uh, it's, it's the best part about the show. I, I love my daughters to death. But she's in a soccer, and think about this, folks. 
they're playing in a uh, a gym. They don't play outdoors in the in the, in the winter. That's indoor right. soccer. Yeah. I'm happy, mind you, but it's indoor soccer. But they're playing on half the gym because they have two, another game on the other side. But you know, if you're playing on a gym, that's hardwood floor. You know, wax hardwood floor. The ball goes out every 2.8 seconds. So the whole game is just watching the ref go back. There's only one ref. It's just watching the ref go back and forth and having throw-ins. It's, like, it's a joke. I mean, listen, it's a gym. I know you're trying to teach him the game here, but it's a gym. At least let the side, uh, let them play off the wall of the side where the teams aren't. I, the other side, you know, the coaches are there with the uh, the players who aren't uh, who haven't subbed in right now. So I understand, okay, it goes out that side. You can't play it on kids. You're going to kick, kick kids in the head. All right, fine. But the other side, that's just a wall. Let them play it off the wall. I mean, for crying out loud, all I'm doing is every, listen, every three seconds the ball's out because they're eight-year-olds. It's they're actually an interesting – it's actually – you, you couldn't be you couldn't be more right. I remember uh, before we started working uh, seven days a week. I so actually I got to call this guy after the show. Uh, I was doing some stuff for the indoor soccer team in town in, in in that league, and that's what it is. It's basically that's what they do. You use the boards. It's it's basically a hockey game or soccer. Like it's a lot more physical. You know, right. you get it get up in guys' faces on the thing. Like you can't hit them or trip them or do anything like that. But it's just it's a fast fast game where you use the board. Like that's what we, we call use the boards, use the glass, do all that stuff. Like that's why people like it because it's fast-paced action that never stops. The ball never goes over the thing, right? It's played in a hockey rink. It's perfect. Well, do you remember? Do you remember indoor soccer? Uh, right, indoor soccer. I love back indoor in the day? soccer. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I loved indoor soccer. I mean, I don't like soccer, but indoor soccer. I went to games at the at the National Coliseum when the uh, yeah, it's amazing. New York Arrows. Yeah, was, Steve Jungle was a great player. Shep Messing was the uh, the goaltender, and those were good, fun games. The only thing I didn't like, you couldn't keep the ball if it came out. That's the only the only event yeah. I ever caught a ball or a puck or anything was at an indoor soccer game. Caught a no ball George. and I had to bring it back. I work for the league. They have no money. <laughs> they, oh, yeah, trust me, they, they, they would love you to keep the ball, but like, trust me, they're on shoestring budgets. Like, you're always waiting for like an invoice with these guys. Like, they have that. that the, the, like, that's the league that I'm in. The MASL. Like, it's crazy. They have a team. Uh, so we we the team that we are. They're Mississauga, Toronto, basically. You know, they play. We play in actually probably the best one of the best arenas in the league. It's where uh, the Ontario Hockey League uh, team plays, right? So we get that. We get that rank. Uh, then there's Utica. Harrisburg, the Harrisburg Heat, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. That's another thing, too. So I, I talked to the guy. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what do you guys do for road trips? Like, they don't go back and forth. Like, they do their road games in, like, a chunk because they can't afford to go to, like, hotels there. So they go Harrisburg, Utica, Baltimore. You know what I mean? They do the whole Eastern thing in, like, a month or a month and a half. Then they do a host of home games. They don't go home and away, home and away. Like, there's no money for the, in the league to do that stuff. It's pretty cool. Like, trust me. And I, I was telling Marenzi about, like, indoor soccer was weird. Wicked, man. Like, if, once you go to the game, it's a lot of fun. The problem is it's, uh, you know, it's just it, it's just hard to drum up. People people in towns want to see big league stuff or whatever, but it's great for families. Like a George Kurtz type of guy with a wife and two kids, like, that's right near a wheelhouse. Tickets are like 10, 15 bucks instead of 100 bucks, you know. Right. Take the family out. It's good. It's a good game. Like, it's, it's actually amazing. Ooh. But uh, people just, uh, it, it's hard to get people involved. That's, that's the problem. And they have no money. <laughs> my, my wife and I have tried to take the kids to... Uh, the Long Island Ducks Independent League, which is the, probably the equivalent yeah. of about single A. Yeah, we, we've taken them to, uh, and they're, they're close. They're maybe 20, 25 minutes away. So my wife and I have taken the kids there. But uh, to keep their interest around for a nine-inning baseball game, just not happening, you know, especially the eight-year-old. And they, it's, it's, it's an independent league game. They have so many. They have bouncy house and slides. So that's all she wants to do and eat the ice cream. That's all she cares about. The game, she, she couldn't care less, you know. But uh, you get great seats in these independent league games. And I, I have a hookup anyway, so I get, I get in for free. Get right behind with the, the batting cage. It's 
to me, baseball is baseball. I'll watch. But uh, the kids don't really want anything to do with it. But, uh, you know, back in the day, back in the 90s, uh, one of my uh, one of my favorite hockey teammates, Rick Weinstein, uh, his uh, he had season tickets to the Islanders. Now, yes, the Islanders sucked at that time. They weren't a good team. But he had season tickets to the games. He had four seats uh, right behind the Islanders bench, maybe eight, ten rows. And uh, he used to take me to a lot of games. You know, he's, uh, if so, I guess if he didn't have someone to go with, I'd go to a game. And uh, I remember go, going to one game. No idea who was playing in the game. But uh, now, listen, I'm a hockey player. Okay, I'm, I'm a hockey ref. Uh, and I... It would take to get hit with a puck there from where we were. I said eight, ten rows behind the bench, and you know, the glass is high. It has to be perfect. Has to be coming at the right angle and just barely clear the glass. Well, I swear to you, man, it happened. It barely cleared, and it was going to crank me right in the forehead. I froze. I don't know why. I, fr- I saw it the whole way. What was I? And, I, I, and funny thing is, when I play hockey, I'm a backup goaltender. So you would think uh, maybe I was, that's what I was doing. I was just going to get in the way and make the save. But it was going to crank me right in the forehead. <laughs> Thank God that Rick, he put his hand up and deflected it. You know, he was trying to catch the damn thing. Uh, and he deflected it away. I was thinking he was going to give me a, a concussion. And uh, another time, uh, he brought me and my brother and my brother's wife. Now, we really don't like my brother. Nobody liked my brother's wife at the time. They're divorced, thank <laughs> But uh, she was just not, a, just not a nice person. But she yeah. came to the game. All right? And uh, a puck comes, you know, and this one's, this one's we're all going for. to hit her in the face. Yeah. Hit her. Oh, I wouldn't have minded. <laughs> wouldn't have minded at all. But a uh, puck comes, and, you know, we're all trying to catch it. And no one knows where it is. And I'm sitting right next to her. I'm like, it's in your pocketbook. She had a pocketbook on the ground. It, it landed yeah. in a pocketbook. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> she gets a puck? She yeah. gets a puck? Really? Really? Not fair. <laughs> no, no life's, life's not fair there, George. Before we get to finish off uh, the hockey board, just uh, update, guys. 12.05 tip. Uh, one early college basketball game to uh, SMU. Uh, the Mustangs against uh, University of Central Florida Golden Knights. Should be a pretty good game, actually, in the American Conference. Uh, Central Florida open up at 7.5, down to 6, total 136. I think we're going to take the over 62.5 in the first half. I think we're going to take that game. I could see uh, these teams trying to play a little run and gun style there lean to the dog in smu at plus six two but we're going to go over 62 and a half there george what do you think about uh, the rest of this card here i don't know uh, there, there's a hell of a lot of favorites on this thing and that's the problem we talked about calgary and all the other thing i'm getting a little bit i'm getting a little bit uh, nervous there george it's a uh, it's a lot of juice to be laying but uh, days like that that's why uh, we I, as i mentioned before parlays are the way to rock it because uh, you limit you limit the damage and i feel pretty confident about a lot of these games right now i think we're reading each other's mail yeah we are on the same uh, page here uh the next game we got st louis minnesota st louis mini what do we do with this game what do we do with this game it's a revenge spot well, for Minnesota, who's St. Louis. The last time we did the show, I remember it was the Saturday afternoon hockey game in America game, and they won four to nothing. Did they not? Yeah, it was last Sunday. Last Sunday, <laughs> yeah. last Sunday they did yeah, that. Last Sunday, exactly. Uh, and it's funny, you know, you and I, when you and I talked yesterday about St. Louis, and we were, uh, I was a little, I don't want to say surprised, but I was a little, what, what, really going with, uh, Jake Allen's going to start? Why didn't, why would you go Jake Allen against Minnesota, put Bennington in? Well, apparently they figured that out, that we'll give Jake Allen the start against Minnesota against and see, shut him out last week. Uh, I was, this is the third weekend in a row that St. Louis has a uh, back-to-back game Saturday and Sunday. That's a little quirk on the schedule. You don't see that very often. Uh, now, Minnesota didn't play yesterday, so they're fresh. St. Louis did. Minnesota has been the same team since they uh, since really Miko Koivu went down. So Miko Koivu went down. It's true. Not like Miko Koivu is a star player. He's not yeah, a star. But, good player. Yeah, solid yeah, player. Very, yeah, very good. And yeah, but 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 have been around for a while. It kind of rattled the team a bit. 
It did. I think it did. Uh, he's sort of a very poor man's Pavel Datsuk when you think about it, uh, that, that type of player. But anyway, they have been the same team. Now, technically, they're still in the playoff hunt. I mentioned they're not in the playoff spot right now. They're, they're in ninth. They're one point behind Colorado. Uh, they're one point behind uh, Dallas as well, but Dow- uh, Dallas has a game in hand on them. So they're still in the hunt. They still have something to play for, although you wouldn't know it by watching them play because they keep losing every damn game here. Uh, St. Louis, they're not as hot as they have been. Braden Shen was put on IR yesterday, so he won't play again tonight. Uh, still, I don't think I'm going to touch this because it's at Minnesota. Dubnik's going Me to too. play a goal There's here. Maybe they get something out of him. There's right. a vibe about it. Like, I really just want to, like, instinctively click St. Louis, but something said pump the brakes. Minnesota's 125. St. Louis also won in a shootout against Boston. Didn't really play great in that game. You know what I'm saying, George? It's one of those games I'm thinking, eh, I like St. Louis better than Minnesota, but it wouldn't shock us if Minnesota won. And they're favored, too. Uh, tough game. This is a game I, where, I, I'm going to stay away if, from this game. If I, I win the... If I win the Dallas over and the San Jose uh, minus a, a goal and a half, I, I might I might change my mind on this and put something on it. Uh, just because I, I know it would be St. Louis because I think they're the better team here. But I think uh, there is something that smells a little off here. You know, because I, I like St. Louis and I like the over again, even though uh, I lost on the over last week with St. Louis in this game. Cause only Joe Galena's fish market. Minnesota didn't score. There's an odor. Right, the yeah. fish market, man. Yeah. Something something not quite right. Some, something uh, smells. Says, yeah, 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 exactly. I don't know And it's one of those reasons, I don't have a reason for it. I don't have a reason for why. It smells. Minnesota's played like crap. St. Louis playing yeah, it's well. It's fishy. It's very fishy. <laughs> it's, it's very fishy. Little, little A pagoda. <laughs> Angle. This guy kills me. <laughs> I love this guy. Yeah, and I, I'm. You know what? I'm with you, George. Let's just put this game on the on the old side burner. You know what I mean? We're gonna let it stew in its own juices for a while. We might touch it later and doctor it up, but I think there's better options on the board. And uh, we got the final game of the night, 9:05. For we finish uh, the the NHL board, and we'll get into some other stuff after the 12 o'clock break. But Jets and Coyotes. This, you want to talk about smelling weird fish at Joe Galena's fish market? The, the the Jets are only laying 20, 25 sets in this game. I thought they'd be about a buck 40. Very, very interesting. People believe in Arizona at home. Uh, George, what are you thinking? I think Brosson is going to get the start over hella buck, too. Maybe that's uh, part of the reason the line's so low for the Jets. I agree with you. I think Brosson also gets the start there, but we don't know for sure. I think there's two things here. One you already mentioned. Arizona's playing so well at home. All right, so that's one reason why yeah, the spread's not, uh, or the uh, the lines is what it is. The other reason is, uh, anyone know what Jet team gonna show up? Anyone? Yeah, that, honestly, right, cause I don't know. They're playing like junk right now. They're playing like junk. They're Jekyll and Hyde. Good yeah, one game, are. horrendous the next thing. I, I don't know. I just don't know which team shows up tonight. Go, Georgie, go! Yeah, we don't know either. I don't know what team's going to show up, but that price looks nice. I, I hope we're not getting faded in and betting on Winnipeg. So that's the Hockey Board. I'm Cam Stewart. Top of the hour, George Kurtz will talk more sports, more gambling, more DFS, and a whole lot of fun. It's the weekend fantasy update here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Stay tuned, everybody.